Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Azan. So it is 2020, June. We're still in the midst of COVID. It's, it's honestly, for me at least, it doesn't feel like it's been that long since the NBA shut down. But like in the grand scheme of things, when you look back at it, it's been, it's been quite a while since, I mean, like since the Rudy Gobert night. Yeah. Over 100 days of no basketball. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if sports just slowed down my life because every single night I'm like, all right, I got to sit down and watch this. But I don't know. It's, it seems like things have gone by quick, but I need sports back. I was watching golf this weekend. I don't watch golf. No <laughs> offense to people watch golf, but watching golf sucks. I don't want to watch golf. Oh, thanks. But I was doing that this weekend just to get a little, just to get a little touch of sports in my life. Anyway, COVID. So coronavirus, that, that bitch it's still around. <laughs> You're still living here with COVID. <laughs> NFL players are getting COVID now. And now there seems to be a very real concern with the NFL season. So the NFL has been talking for since for, for about a month, month and a half now, acting like we're going to have a regular season, like things are going to be totally fine. But now there seems to be some real concern with players testing positive, like we talked about last week on the Cowboys. Uh, with the Houston Texans, and now there are multiple players, staff, who are testing positive in the league, and now you look around, too, with the other leagues, there seems to be growing concern about coronavirus and really playing the NFL season. So, guys, with this spike in cases, specifically with athletes and staff with the NFL teams, and actually with all major sports, is there, do you guys think there's a real chance that this NFL season might not actually happen? Because if, if, all of these sports, the one season I thought was going to happen for a while and I had full confidence in was the NFL. Is there a chance now that the season isn't going to happen? Marvel, start with you. What do you think? There's, a, there's absolutely a real chance that there will not be an NFL season this year. And you got to think about it. You, you, we're already seeing, like Nick said, the players, staff members that are catching COVID, right? So one one thing we know for certain, there'll be no fans. Let's get that out of the out of the way. Even if there is a season, there's no fans. But I don't see there being a season without a bubble system where you keep thousands and thousands of players, coaches, staff members all in one area where they can't do anything and they have to get tested almost every day. Because this we're talking about a sport where contact is a must. You're seeing the regulations right now where they're saying, oh, you can, you know, have practices, but players need to be this far apart. Coaches got to wear masks, you know. 
John Harbaugh already came out and said, yo, all of these things are unrealistic for our sport. Like, I don't understand how any of this is going to happen. If the, guy, if the coaches and players think the guidelines are not going to be, are not going to work, I don't know how it's going to happen. You got to keep all the players in a bubble system. And like we said last week, Nick, that's a big-ass bubble you're going to have to, to keep all these players. It's <laughs> the biggest bubble in the world. <laughs> and then, you know, you don't know everybody's family situation, where they need to tend to. You're going to keep them away for four or five months of a season. It's, it's highly unrealistic. So I really don't know what the NFL has planning. All the reports say they are still optimistic, regardless of all the COVID-19 reports that are coming out. They're still optimistic. But like I said, the, the requirements are going to be a bubble and a test every day. How realistic that is, we'll see. I mean, you talk about either the bubble system or you talk about hub cities where – they're they're gonna have to again i mean either way they're gonna have to move some they're gonna have to move your team the entire league basically to a couple of cities but playing it regularly it just i don't think it's gonna happen unless this thing just magically disappears which i don't think it's gonna happen or if we get a vaccine which again highly unlikely in the next couple of months playing an nfl season regularly i don't know how that's going to work mike what do you think is there a season is there a chance that this season does not happen this year I mean, it's looking unlikely that a season might happen. But on the same side of that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you guys have heard something or what, but it's like the NFL has no type of plan as as to how to go about COVID. They're crossing their fingers. That's it's all they're just, doing. Exactly. It's just fingers crossed, hoping that everything can still go as business as usual, have a regular season. You know, most they probably said at this point is, Okay, no fans, but, you know, they, they plan on doing everything, you know, as regular as possible. We have not heard any reports of, okay, well, they're planning on doing a bubble, or maybe they're going to try to do it in one – there hasn't been anything, anything at all. You know, you've heard the NBA has gone through all the process and discussions about the bubble situation in Orlando. They've gone through that. Even Major League Baseball, all that I keep hearing about them arguing is how many games they want to play. I don't even know if they have a, a plan set up, too. Similar to the NFL, it's like there's no real plan or at least the public isn't really hearing about such a plan to put in place as as to how to make the, the NFL season work due to with COVID at the same time. Marv just laid you guys just laid it all out. There's a lot of factors going into playing football. I saw a post earlier today on social media of new designs of, of helmets. It, it just just to try something different. They look like Halo helmets. <laughs> they look like Halo helmets from, you know, the Xbox. Like, just different things that they can maybe try to do. But for the most part, the NFL hasn't really come out and said anything other than, other than you know, fingers crossed they're hoping it can still go business as usual. So as, as time keeps ticking and these days and weeks and, and, and months keep passing by, let's see what the NFL has to say because – the numbers are 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 still out there of of, of cases of COVID, uh, and especially in some major cities where the numbers are are spiking up because they're just wide open doing whatever. It's going to be interesting to see is how the NFL is going to combat that and try to come with some kind of plan as to how to move forward if they want a season to happen. Well, you're right. Like there is just it seems like there's no plan. Maybe they have a plan that they haven't told us about. But these guys are just like, listen, we are playing football. This is football. Nothing shuts it down. Well, a pandemic might shut it down. And this is this is something that actually sparked this. So Devin McCourty sparked this in my brain today. 
Devin McCourty on the McCourty Twins podcast, which I didn't know they had a podcast. Guys, do some marketing here. Uh, figuring it out football, to me, seems to be the hardest thing right now. We hope, but I don't know if we'll figure it out. There even There's doubts with Devin McCourty that this season can happen. I mean, like just going back to it, we've already said it, but the only way that you can do this is if you do a bubble system, go to a hub city, something, maybe a couple of cities, and you're going to have to stay away from the family because you can't just expect these guys to go to the football field practice, play a game, then go home, come in contact with, who knows, somebody who's asymptomatic, you bring it back to the locker room, you somehow pass the test, you, your, your temperature is not going to be up, you go in and you infect half the team, half the roster, guys. This thing spreads like crazy. There is no way that they're going to be able to just, just go about their lives if they plan on having a season. And another concern, I would say, is you look at the NBA and look at the MLB, there's real concern there now with tests and, and with positive cases. There's some real concern. And even in the NHL, Austin Matthews, Toronto uh, Maple Leafs, he just tested positive too. So the fact that there is real growing concern within the other three major sports who, except for baseball, plan on coming back, I think there's a very real possibility that this season might not happen. I want to believe it's going to happen. Wishful me thinks it's going to happen, but... If they canceled the 2020-2021 NFL season, I would not be shocked at all. And we'd just be watching a lot of Madden games online. That's all we would be watching like the MLB did tried to do at the start of the season. Pretty much. I mean, it's going to suck. I'm excited to see Jared Stidham. I'm ready to see this guy play football. Yeah, Stidham. I'm ready for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for fantasy too. But, I mean, I dude, I suck at fantasy every year. And if I... One good thing, my mental health would probably improve this year if the NFL season doesn't happen. Because I'm not going to have to worry about my fantasy team. I'm not going to worry about sucking every single week. That is true. Ah, fantasy, don't get me started on that. <laughs> All right, guys, this is the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Marvin Zahn and with Mike Molino. Big piece of the Patriots offense is gone. His name is Tom Brady. You guys might have heard of him before. Something other than talent that this guy brought to the football field, and one of his key intangibles was his leadership. So this this sparked in my mind earlier today, just thinking about things to talk about. With Tom Brady's leadership gone, that's a significant piece. And in, in whether or not you want to add it into the offense, I, losing his leadership is a significant piece of the offense that is just gone starting this year. So thinking about the offense, thinking about the roster, guys, is there anybody on this team who could supplement that leadership, who can fill that void? And is it going to be just one player? Or is it going to have to be a collective, a collective between some of the veterans on this team? Mike, to start with you, what do you think? I think it, the leader of the offense isn't even going to be a player, in my opinion. I think the leader of the offense has to be Josh McDaniels. This is a guy who has been in this system for years now. Years now. He's pretty much, in terms of coaching, is Belichick's right-hand man. You know, some call him the heir apparent to the throne. And obviously, throughout the years, it's been Brady kind of leading – things on offense. Yeah, him and McDaniels talk. Maybe some people think Brady was handcuffed in a sense. Who knows? But either way, Brady's out the picture. McDaniels has been solid and had that has the role of offensive coordinator on lock. Now, yes, Stidham's there, going to be leading the way the upcoming season. Edelman's been around for years, too. 
But then there's a lot of younger faces on the offense, a lot of new faces on the offense. There's one guy who really needs to take legit control and leadership. It's it's uh, Josh McDaniels. You know, this is a do you time- believe do you believe he can do that though? Do you think he has that leadership in him? He don't have a damn choice, Nick. He doesn't have a choice. This is a time where you know all the talk is. Has it been Belichick all these years doing everything great for this team? Has it been Brady all these years doing things great for the team? This is Josh McDaniel's time to really step up and say, hey, I've been the one conducting the offense if we're really being about it. Belichick has been known to be more of a defensive coach. You know, this is Josh McDaniel's time to really step up and say, hey, this has been me. And the offense that I've had in place making this team successful the last, you know, bunch of years – I'm going to show you what it really looks like without Brady in the picture and what my system, my offense looks like for the for the future of this team. So McDaniels has to take that step. Obviously, if you look at pecking order, it's been, you know, maybe Belichick, Brady, and then people under that. Right now on this team, it goes Belichick and Josh McDaniels, and then you can figure it out from there. Josh McDaniels has to step up big time this upcoming season and moving forward. I, I mean, on on paper, it makes sense. I just don't know if Josh McDaniels has that leadership yeah. in him. Yes, the he used to be. Hey, they always wanted to be a head coach somewhere, right? He t- uh, yeah, it wasn't very good. Saw how it went in Denver. I mean, <laughs> in, Indianapolis and him didn't work out for whatever reason. But this he this is his time where he has to, if he really wants to make a case of being maybe a future head coach, whether it be for the Patriots or somewhere else, this upcoming season for him, in my opinion, has to be huge. He's getting paid out the ass too, so he better he better take on that leadership role. <laughs> Marv, what do you think? Who is it? Yeah, I mean, Josh McDaniels is a great choice due to the fact that you know he doesn't have Brady, so we're going to see what he does without Brady. But at the end of the day, Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, and all these coaches are limited. They're not on the field. You need someone who's on the field who's going to who's going to lead lead the team. And who else is it going to be other than Jared Stidham? You're the quarterback. You have the keys to the team right now. And what, what Brady did best is he wasn't that rah-rah guy. We saw, we saw Brady get hype a couple times, but he always knew when to do that. But what Brady did best as a leader was lead by example. First one in, last one out. That's what we always heard about Tom Brady, his work ethic, how he's always going to beat you to the gym. He's going to work out. He's going to do this. He's going to lead the team. And then he proved it by his play. Jared Stidham. You have one year with Tom Brady where you got to watch every single thing that he did. Granted, that last year wasn't Brady's best leadership year, if, you, if we're all being honest. But you, you were able to see what Brady, Brady does, his int- intangibles. You've got all of these veterans still on this team, most of them on the um, defensive side. But you have Julian Edelman who can tell you, hey, this is this is how you should read offenses. You have Josh McDaniels, you have Bill Belichick. You have all the you are in a great team and a great system where you can leading should be a lot easier for him than going into another team like the Browns or something like that. He's in a great system where Jared Stidham can go in there and show these guys, hey, I really want to be the next guy and this is how I'm going to do it. I see that he's already has a relationship with Julian Edelman. And they've been throwing passes around. That's that's leadership right there. Going out already and saying, "Hey, you are one of the best wide receivers on the team. I need you to do this. Let's let's work." So I think Jared Stidham is laid out for him to be that next guy to take that leadership role on this team. 
Yeah, not only that, the offensive line, it's it's been reported that the offensive line loves Jared Sidham, which is huge, which is absolutely massive. If the offensive line loves you, they're going to protect your ass. Uh, but to be honest with you, offensively, losing Tom Brady's leadership, obviously, is just, it's massive. It's, it's, it's insurmountable. The guy's leadership is just one of the most well-known things in the NFL since the start of the 21st century, which is crazy. It's been that long. So losing that leadership is absolutely massive. But you've got a few veterans on this team who I think can at least somewhat fill the void and take these young players, the Isaiah Wins, the Sony Michels, and Sony Michelle, I mean, and Isaiah Wynn are both entering their third year of the, their third year of their career. But you guys, you got guys like Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers. You've got three veterans on this offense who I think can at least guide this team and somewhat supplement that offensive leadership. You've got Julian Edelman, obviously, who's probably on the team the most respected guy at this point. He's is he the oldest? He's got to be the oldest on the roster, right? One of the oldest for sure. I don't know with McCordy. Oh, that's true. But, I mean, Jules, one of the most, you got to say, one of the most respected guys, one of the oldest guys on the team, uh, obviously won a couple things here and there. So you got to think Jules is going to have that leadership, hopefully. And then you got David Andrews. I think David Andrews can fill that role, especially with the offensive line. And he's going to be back this year, which is going to be absolutely monstrous for that, for that offensive line. And then you got a guy like James White, too. And couple that with your picks like Josh McDaniels. Obviously, you got Bill Belichick there. The leadership's going to be there, but... I think it's going to take a massive hit with Tom Brady. But, I mean, Marv, you said it. Last year, Tom's leadership wasn't really there. We talked about it a lot last year when Tom's up on the podium. We're like, does this guy even want to play football for the Patriots anymore? Turns out he didn't. So, <laughs> I mean, that leadership wasn't there last year. Hopefully, Stidham saw that and was like, okay, this isn't how you act. But it's an intangible thing, leadership. So you got to hope that Stidham has that. And you got to hope that, again, Julian Edelman, David Andrews, James White, they step up on the offensive side for leadership. All right, guys. That was the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Again, Nick Qualia, Mike Molino, Marvazan. Guys, follow us on Twitter. Our, our Twitter handles are popping up right now. Hopefully, if Garrett gets to this part and he sees that, here are the graphics right here, potentially. Again, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. We will be back next week, guys, for another set of the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. We'll talk to you then, guys. Thanks for watching.